Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. As we study 1 John today, we're going to be taking an overview of 1 John 4, 7 through 12. We're going to see how God is love and how that shapes us. So 1 John 4, 7 through 12 reads, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world, so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. So in this, I think, and especially in the whole book of 1 John, it's almost like building a house. So we've laid the foundation. We've seen how we are to build our lives upon truth. We have that foundation. We know that truth is the foundation for us. So, however, if we just have a foundation and we don't build on that, the foundation is pretty useless. So now we're going to build on that. And what are we to build on that? We're to build on the foundation of truth, love. So, how are we to build on that foundation? Well, central to our building on that, building on truth with love, is God. Notice how central God is in this passage. So often it talks about God and it talks about love, how he shows that love, how love is essential to his being. Now that's not to say that love is God, however, God is love. So we are to learn love from God. So just for some context, John's audience most likely felt that they weren't smart enough, especially with many false teachers around to love others effectively. However, John shows that the key to loving effectively is simple, constantly looking to God through Jesus Christ. So that sounds easy, like, oh, all I've got to do is look to God through Jesus Christ, right? Yes, however, it is not easy at all. But we know what we have to do, and John wanted his audience to understand that. And we are also to understand That as believers, God will strengthen us to do what he commands us to do. God's not going to command us to do something that is impossible. He will strengthen us to do what he commands us to do. If he commands us to do something, he expects us to do it. And he'll give us the means to do it. So, here's where meditation on Christ's love is so crucial. Seeing what he has done and then processing that will help us to learn what love looks like. We are to look at specific examples of God's love, and then we are to see characteristics. What do we see in this? And then we're to apply that to our lives. We are not to be overwhelmed. We can't be overwhelmed and think that we can't love because God has commanded us to. So he will give us the strength to do that as his children. So we are to look for principles to love others by. 
the Bible is not going to give us specific advice for every situation we face in life. The Bible is not going to tell us how to love others effectively through our smartphone. It's not going to be like, so text this person this, this, and this, and that's showing love. You know, it's not going to do that. However, it does give us principles to love by, love by. It shows how God loved us, how we are to deal kindly with others. And it gives us large passages of scripture on what love looks like. I think of 1 Corinthians 13. So we are to look to learn love from the Bible. And we must remember that we have everything that we need in the Bible. The Bible doesn't teach us everything, but it teaches us everything that we need to search after Christ. So we're going to build now love on truth. So this really is the application. This is where the rubber meets the road. So as you seek to love, model it after the Bible's teaching on love, whether that's through the life of Christ shown to us or through descriptions of love given us, like in 1 Corinthians 13. We are to model our love after the Bible. How does God interact with us? We know that God shows his love to us. So how are we to show that love to others? How did he love us? That's how we're to love others. So as we build on love, we must have endurance and faithfulness. Knowing that Christ showed that to us even when we were the ones to nail him on the cross. So loving is a lot easier said than done. We live in a broken, fallen world, so loving others is not going to be easy. There are many people who it's not easy to love them. However, we have to remember that Jesus loved us while we were yet sinners. I love the verse, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Not after we got saved, Christ died for us. After we had been given spiritual life, Christ died for us. No! While we were still sinners, while we were people who rejected God, who we were the ones to nail him on the cross, it's our sin that put him up there. This verse says that he is the propitiation for our sins. This passage, he is the propitiation. And so that doesn't just mean he's the pardon. That means that he took on the full wrath of God. He did that for the whole world. He gave them the offer of salvation. He suffered the full wrath of God, literally hell on earth. The infinite punishment of sins. He took that so that the whole world who hated him, who rejected him, might be given the offer of salvation. He did that. He, that is love made manifest. So as we seek to love we must constantly be looking back to God for comfort and strength. Notice that Jesus did this. He didn't, he had prayer times. He went on his own to pray. Before he went on the cross, you know what he was doing? He was praying. And he was emotionally praying. The Bible talks about how he sweated blood. He was, he was pouring out his heart to God because he knew that he needed strength from God because Loving people who are about to nail you on the cross, not easy. However, Jesus did that for us, and he is to be worshipped for that. So, we are also to look to God's love and for comfort and strength, as shown to us in Romans 8, 38-39. It's Paul talking, he says, 
For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. He knows that nothing can separate us from that love. Nothing at all. No circumstances around us. No nothing. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. So we are to finally joyfully love others. Notice that the first two fruits of the Spirit are love and then joy. That is not something that we need to neglect. We aren't to love others dutifully. We are to show them the love of Christ as he showed it to us joyfully. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com.